Welcome, everyone, to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I am your host, Dave Carney, and I teach in Fort Myers, Florida, kindergarten through fifth grade, PE, and I love it. It's not always easy, but it's something I really enjoy, and it's there's a lot of kids, so I want to know how many kids you have in your, your program. I have about anywhere between 100 and 130 per class, so again, not always the easiest thing to coordinate, but... I really enjoy it, and I'm, I actually miss the kids right now. I'm home sick, although I'm not really sick anymore, and I, yeah, I miss them. I want to be there. To uh, I've missed the last three days. It kind of stinks, but today I want to talk about lifelong pursuits, what they are, and why you should add them into your PE program, so here we go. All right, so the other night I got a tweet from Seth Martin, who's a, a fantastic educator, and he invited me to SB Chat, which is a Twitter chat on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock, so if anybody's available, check that out. And what it is is elementary school PE, SB Chat. And I've been a part of it a few times, not as much as I would like to. That's kind of around the time we're putting the kids to bed and all that stuff, so... Um, I told him I'd try because they were doing something called Lifelong Pursuits, and he wanted to uh, for me to share about our martial arts program, which I, I will in a moment. So the basis of Lifelong Pursuits comes from the fact that there was a study done that less than 5% of adults play team sports. So, you know, as an adult, think about this. Do you play team sports? Now, some people do. I know people that play basketball and you know, once a week or twice a week, or um, I played softball for a little while. So, you know, team sports um, are definitely a great thing. I'm not knocking that, but the odds of your students, my students, playing team sports as an adult are very low. So we need to be exposing the students to other options than just team-based sports because that just is not a reality for most of the students that you're going to come across, that you're going to teach. And physical literacy is now a big thing, a big push the last few years. And of course, um, I guess the, the smaller, easier definition is being uh, students being confident and competent in many areas, many pursuits. And so the basic thing is the more we show kids, you know, it give them the, help them with the fine motor skills and expose them to lots of different activities then if they're put in a position when they're a little bit older or, you know, a lot older as adults, you know, they'll be able to, you know, hold their own, I guess, you know, just be competent and confident, like I said, in uh, whatever, you know, happens. Now, that's not always the case, you know, as an adult, I, <laughs> I never rode a horse when I was a kid and we went horseback riding and, oh my goodness, it was just, I was so scared and you could, the, the horse can tell you're scared and I was just one of the most painful things ever. And um, so that's not for me exactly. But, um, and I'm sure there's other things that I can't think of or, you know, whatever. But for the most part, if, you know, you're put in a certain situation, let's say there's a, I don't know, a birthday party or some of the guys or girls from work or, you know, they want to go out and do whatever, um, you know, sport-wise or activity-wise, just that you'll be able to handle yourself and hold your own, like I said, I mean, you know, archery or something like that. Maybe you've never done it before, but maybe you've been, you know, you've done it a little bit when you're younger 
and you can get the basics down. So it's just things like that. So as an adult, um, it made me think about what you know what I've done since um, I played baseball in high school, like all pretty much when I was younger, and then we played you know as kids all around the our street, different games, football, soccer, not much soccer, a little bit of soccer, um, kickball, um, like I said, a lot of baseball, hockey. I'm not sure what I said yet, but and we just made up a lot of games. But as an adult, like when I graduated from college, you know, I was really thinking about well, what what have I played? What have I done? And team sport wise, like I said, I've played softball. That's really all I've done for team sports that I can think of. I mean, I, I guess I did play a little bit of floor hockey. Um, that was kind of when I was in college, maybe a little after college. So mm, I guess I can count that for a little bit, but um, that was just for a short period of time. So for the most part, my physical activities as an adult, now I've been whitewater rafting a couple times and I've been, you know, I've gone, you know, I've played, or not played, I've gone to an archery uh, session or two and, you know, stuff like that. But I'm talking about on a consistent basis. Um, honestly, it started with going to the gym because I want to get stronger and um, just get in shape, right? So going to the gym is one. I've always loved golf. I'm not claiming to be Tiger Woods, but you know I've gotten better, and I don't go as much anymore with the family, and I don't want to spend all this time away from them. But I love to golf. Okay, when I was older, not too old, but in my mid 20s, I started taking martial arts, and I took that for eight years, and I really enjoyed it. So that's definitely another one I want to add to my list of pursuits that were not team based. Um, also, with that, with going to the gym, I said golf, um, I played softball a little bit later for a few years when I moved back here to Florida, that's a whole other story, just the moving around, but um, before that I got into running, now I've never, never, ever been into running when I was a kid, I mean I ran a lot just based on sports, we just ran, but I was never into cross country or track and I was never fast, but I started to really enjoy it when I was in North Carolina teaching and um, me and a few teachers would go running once or twice a week. And it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It was not easy, but I, I, I like challenging myself. I like setting goals. I ran with them in, I think, two 5Ks and one 10K. So nothing not like a marathon or anything like that. But I really enjoyed running. And I still do. I don't run as much anymore. I've just had a lot of heel problems and just plantar fasciitis stuff and just nothing very good. So I don't, I don't like to run a lot. Um, I, w- I want to get back into it. I just got to get everything kind of working again. Starting to fall apart here. So the options for PE programs, it kind of made me think of what, and they discussed it on the SB chat, by the way, you know, what are some things you could bring into your PE program that is not just team-based? Because again, I, I just don't think that it's a good practice to just do team-based games. And uh, especially not large games like the 11-11 soccer, we don't play a lot of kickball. We do small-sided kickball-type games or baseball-type games. But I don't want kids standing in line, and I definitely want them active and engaged. And the, uh, you know, if they want to join a softball, baseball team, that kind of thing, they there's many sports around town. And you know, we we do a basketball club after school starting in the spring, just once a week. But you know, it's, it gives them some options there. But the thing is, we're not a team sport. Uh, elementary school and elementary school is not really for that and it took me a while to learn that because we should be teaching them basic skills and so very rarely do we play I don't think we ever play 
we don't do like here's just full on hockey. I mean, we we'll do small group hockey, or we'll do hockey games, or you know, insert your sport there. I mean, we'll do we definitely do chook ball, but they're in smaller group teams and you know multiple courts going on at once, things like that. So we do have games going on, but not full on sports like you would do outside of school. So here are some that I brought in and you can too. And uh, we'll, maybe we'll brain some, brain some, we'll brainstorm some together. So here we go. The first one, like I said, is martial arts. So a few years ago, a um, I got an email. I kept getting emails actually from this one guy, the Grandmaster, Grandmaster. He would uh, email me and say, you know, can we come to your school and uh, we do a program? And I, although I had taken martial arts, I was kind of like, mm, do we have time for this? And then my principal at the time was kind of, he wasn't sure if that was right for our school and if, you know, for my program. So we kind of put that in the back burner. And then um, he he was very persistent. And I met with him and I saw his video of some of his classes and I, I said, yeah, let's do this. And four years later, we just finished a couple nights ago. Four years later, it's been fantastic. And the, the kids... You know, they, they teach them. And I was worried that they're going to, especially the first year, I was worried the parents are going to think, well, they're hitting each other in, in, in PE. And that's absolutely not the case. They don't touch anybody. They do certain moves, certain blocks, um, certain strikes, but they never touch anybody. Um, they do a lot of uh, chants, and they talk about morals and values and just uh, learning self-discipline and self-control. That's always a good thing, right? So smart martial arts have been fantastic. So that's definitely one thing that they can do for a lifetime I and mean, you can take classes f forever there was a guy in my class um as an adult he was 65 years old and he just earned his first black belt with me the same the same time basically and yeah it was it was the same night and uh yeah he i mean you could do it for a lifetime so martial arts definitely the first one um i'd say biking i guess i didn't talk about i mean yes i like like to ride my bike you know some people really take biking seriously and they they're in clubs and so again, it doesn't have to be a team thing. I, um, my next door neighbor lost a ton of weight um, just by biking. He bikes like 35, 40 miles a day, which astounded me when he told me that. And you know, he's in his 50s and he looks great. So bringing in the bike trailer, um, and we just that would just came into our school a couple weeks ago, and right on Thanksgiving, and then we had it for a week and a half and uh, taught the kids. I mean, most of the kids know how to ride bikes, but a lot of kids don't have a bike. So there's bikes and there's scooters and there's balance bikes as well so they can learn and that's for third, fourth, and fifth grade. So giving them that option, especially we don't we don't want to let anybody, uh, I know kids have anxiety, some of the kids, like one kid didn't want to come to school, his mom said, because we were riding bikes and he didn't know how, but I assured her that we have scooters and we have other things and we can help, um, I think it was a boy, we can help him. So um, things went really well and that was a few years ago, but it's been very, very good. We've had uh, our police officer, our resource officer, bring in other officers to teach the kids about helmet safety, all that stuff. Really good thing to do is to bring in bikes. Okay, the next one is just trying to get them a love for running or jogging. Now, this is hard because, um, you know, we do have a track, and one of the toughest things is we don't want to use uh, running for punishment. And that was when I, when I grew up. It was like my baseball team. It was like, okay, go do 10 laps or, or whatever. And um, we, we don't want to look at running or exercise as punishment. So to cultivate that learning or that, that love for, for running without you know, the punishment involved in that aspect, 
It's not easy. But, you know, we do a Monday run day uh, most weeks and they'll run a couple laps and then they'll go choose a station and I, I challenge them by giving them a certain time limit and see if they can beat their time and giving them some incentives to to make it fast, to get there faster because then they get more free time. They get more um, choice time, I guess. So, you know, I've had students come back. I actually just attended um, last season three of my former students running track and it was it was great. I actually saw other students there as well that I didn't know were going to be there. So um, you never know who you're going to inspire or what's, what they're going to do in middle and high school and, and beyond. Uh, so that love for running is just a great thing. All right, we could add, uh, I'd say workouts to it. Now, we don't do these military-style workout type things, but making fitness fun. Now, you could do that with uh, videos. You could do that with like a dance slash exercise thing, like movements. That's kind of what we do with some of our songs. You know, we want them to enjoy getting fit, being active, moving. And so however you can do that, there's, I mean, there's videos, there's Fitness Blender you could project, there's Swerk It, Swerk It Kids. Um, there's actually a lot of them, uh, apps. There's, and I was going to talk about yoga. So there's Cosmic Kids Yoga and, you know, all sorts of things you can get the kids moving and active and uh, just enjoy working out. Uh, I just think it's a great thing. Okay, and after that, you know, I, I'm going to go back to golf. Now, to get golf at our school, we um, reached out to First Tee. It's in the United States. I'm not sure if it's elsewhere. And you can go to the website, just firsttee.com, I believe. Um, I'd spell it out, though, first with an F. And we took my parent and I like a couple-hour course, I think, uh, with questions and things like that. And they sent us golf clubs and balls and targets and stuff for free. So it's been a great addition, getting the kids uh, putting. And also they, they get putters and they get wedges. So it's, it's been fantastic. And it's a great addition to our PE program. So it's a great thing that they can enjoy, um, hopefully, forever. Just like me. <laughs> And finally, I'd say gymnastics. Now, I cannot do any gymnastics, really. <laughs> I can't. Um, I hate to say that, but I mean, I, I jump rope. That's not jump gymnastics, but I, and I can't, I'm, can't even hula hoop, honestly. But teaching them uh, balances. My daughter takes gymnastic classes, and she loves it, so that's an individual pursuit. It's not a team-based thing. Um, so just bringing that individual kind of aspect into it. Um, I don't know why I said jump roping. It has nothing to do with gymnastics. But I'm just trying to think of some things that, I, hey, I can do some of this stuff. I Cartwheels, no. Forward rolls, no. Back bends that she does, which is unbelievable. No, can't do those. But I can jump rope. It has nothing to do with gymnastics. So now it's time for our cowbell tip of the day. All right. So... Your cowbell tip of the day is to look at your PE program and see if there are areas to add lifelong pursuits to it. Now, you might not have access to a martial arts you know, academy nearby, but I bet you, you do. And I did a whole podcast on this, so I'm not going to go over this again. But you know, you could reach out to your local whoever, in this case martial arts, and see if they'll come in and just teach for maybe just one time or maybe more. And ours is nine weeks, and it's... It's two days a week, and it's just it's incredible. But maybe they you don't have a place like that that'll do it. But maybe you will. Maybe you do. Maybe you have a place that teaches archery. And I really wanted to write a grant for archery, but my principal wouldn't let me. But maybe yours will. Um, she's a great principal, but I'm just she was not thrilled with um, certain kids having bows and arrows in their hands. Let's just say. So <laughs> that's not what we're gonna do. But 
look look for opportunities in your community. Look for opportunities just of things you have that they can do. I mean, maybe just playing cornhole. You know, just something that's individual pursuits. I know it's not super ridiculously active, but something they can enjoy that's not team-based because elementary school shouldn't be just team-based things. That's why we have extra programs outside of school. But we want to, you know, kind of push them or guide them in that direction of, you know, joining different groups, joining different teams, or just doing things individually with their families or their friends. So that is your cowbell tip of the day. All right, everybody. So thank you for tuning in. Please, uh, please, let me try that again. Please check out my website, supersizephyzed.com, where there's videos and downloads and all this cool stuff that we're doing in PE. And also, um, if you could, leave a review um, or download our episodes, make them automatic, take a listen, so uh, we could spread the good word on PE. You guys are awesome. Take care. Here's a beat.